Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope we are here with the one the only david and the one the only she is in the flesh miss sarah farasia i have a question (laughs) how come you don't do an intro sarah no david insists he wants to do the intro do you have a separate intro for the yes yes i do my separate intro When David, I just cut out the beginning. I just cut out David, and then I start the show, and I go, "Hey, everybody!" He's not hijacking the run. Who knew? Well, guess what? We're this two, we're three years into it. This is working. Sam might have to come on more often. Sam is like second edition. A visit by Sam again, guys. This is a solo show with Sarah. Listeners have to say bye. We had a visit by our new friend Sam, a second day in a row. I mean, is everybody listening in shock? David makes it sound like he has no friends. He has fabulous friends. They're such great friends. They sit through these podcast recordings. I mean, you've listen, Sarah wanted a ride or die on the weekend. This is what you get. But you know what? We have bigger things to talk about. We do. We do. Monica. Is our Monica a thief? Did she steal Lisa Barley's $60,000 ring? And by the way, yeah. Like if I lost a watch or one of my things, I would be, I don't even know if I could have continued filming. So I'm team Lisa Barlow on this. All well, Barlow just like did an interview and Barlow's kind of fueling the fire where she thinks that it is Monica. And, you know, Monica has been asked point blank and like blew it off and made a joke like, yeah, right. I, okay, sure. Yes, I stole it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you know, now everybody is sort of insinuating that she is because her divorce settlement has come out. She's suing Heather Gay. I mean, where do you even want to begin? This is so, I, you know, look, I mean, do we know for a fact that she stole it? No, but there's been some blind items that apparently shortly after the ring went missing, it seems like Miss Monica seemed like she had more cash flow all of a sudden. So I don't know. What do you think? I don't think she did it. You're here again. This <laughs> one can't help himself. I mean, oh first my of all, God. that would be such a risky, brazen thing to do. Like steal a ring in an airport when there's... God knows how many security cameras. Like, 
she wouldn't just risk her job the first season as a housewife stealing the ring if there was a chance she could get caught and then when she's going to go sell it on the black market it's so traceable i don't think she stole the ring guys come on don't you have a job to get That's to? slander. Don't you have a job That's to get to? slander. Okay, well, guess what? We're going to be apparently okay, well, sued by did, lots of people. It did happen in the bathroom. Now, this is alleged that we know for sure the ring was lost in the bathroom. So there aren't any cameras in there, okay? Barlow had the you know staff take the toilet off the wall. She stripped nude because she was convinced it was stuck in her clothes and her shoes. They were down on the floor and then nasty... Ugh, bathroom floor crawling around. I mean, you know, Listen, this Monica, she there, something ain't right. I mean, there's two hey. things here. First of all, she's yeah, she's faking well, look at her mother. Well, she's the faking fall far from the tree. No, that was disturbing. What is this about um, the military? I saw though, she's faking being in the military. Well, no, I think I On made that up. Day, much less. I gotta go, but real quick, I will just say. To quote my good friend, Kim Zolciak, the ring didn't mean a thing. I'll leave you with that. Oh, There's... my gosh. All right. You go to your job. We're going to check in with you later. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sam. Oh, my God. Whoa, Wait. whoa, whoa, whoa. The ring didn't mean a thing. <laughs> I'm trying to get by. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. Mil- What's this about the military that you're sending me, Sarah? No, I think I... I think I read that incorrectly. Okay. I don't think there's anything for a lie. I think that what's coming out is the Heather Gay um, lawsuit and that apparently it like it did. Heather didn't realize that it was even Monica suing because Monica came in as a client of Heather Gay's with a different last name to Beauty Lab. So I think like when the opening credits and you see, you know, Heather, we didn't know what this was when they're on vacation. Oh my God, I can't believe it's her, blah, blah. That's her finding out that the person suing her for this botched quote unquote procedure is the actual person that you're on the trip with. And we believe it's led to believe that Heather is suing her first for not paying for services. And now she's counter suing like, well, I'm not paying because you botched this, which is very- you botched my injections on my nose and lips, allegedly. Yes. Um. So Beauty Lab offered to fix the damage. Garcia paid for another competent party to do so instead. In addition to attorney's fees, prejudgment and post-judgment interest and other remedies, Garcia is seeking a to be decided amount at trial. Um, for consequential damages, less than 50 grand. So she wants like, I mean, that's all you're asking for? My God, I would think your attorney fees are a lot more than that. Uh, this Monica to me, like, listen, as my friend Sutton Strack says, where the smoke, there's fire. There's too many things. The ring goes missing. Maybe they have nothing to do with each other, but there's a lot going on. She tells her mother, you know, that she doesn't like her and all this. I, I think that, do we, do we have a grifter on our hands? Is Monica a grifter? Well, that's what people, that's what people are implying. Okay. Now, the thing that I read like cover to cover was the son's coverage of Garcia's, uh, of Monica's divorce. Yes. She's getting divorced from the husband. This is the one that she was cheating on with for 18 months with her brother-in-law. He owes her $6,000. He only has to pay like $2,200 or something in child support. And the rest of the money is alimony. She's going to get about six grand a month. That's not bad. I don't think six grand a month is pretty good. 
Well, my good friend like, Sutton Strat gets three hundred thousand a month. So eight? would you rather have three hundred or six? I would rather have three hundred, hands down. For like, it doesn't Sutton get it for the rest of her life or something? I think so. But you're saying six isn't bad. Uh, so I think six thousand dollars is like pretty good child support and alimony, right? Uh, she's getting like basically full custody. He's moved out of the state. He has four daughters. Isn't that terrible? I mean, he's hardly going to see them. He's going to be with them Christmas Eve, Christmas day, New Year's Eve. So I guess he has them this Christmas, but, um, no, I mean, she really is like a single parent if he doesn't live in the state and, you know, look, people's jobs take them different places. So I don't know if he moved away, like to get away from Monica or if he's moved because like he has a better paying job that's going to provide him, you know, the ability to pay this child support. I mean, apparently he makes 17 grand a month. 6,000. Okay, I mean, is that before or after tax? And then that's six of its Alimony going is not taxed. Child support, I don't know. Alimony is not taxed though. Um, well, darling, he's cute, by the way. I think we're both a little lost in the weeds on this one. I don't know if him moving out of state is important. I don't know if him being cute is important, but um Oh, well. I say this is the best fucking season of Salt Lake. I might even say ever. I might even say better than the classic season one. And I do tend to be Lisa Barlow team and Heather Gay team. I don't dislike Monica. I Look, we have a real discovery here. She's a great new housewife. She's brought the crazy. She, yes. look, when a housewife doesn't give a fuck what's put, she doesn't care what is put. She's also tweeted or put on her Instagram story. The only thing left to say now is at the reunion. So she is just, I think Monica is one of these. Um, how can I say this nicely? I think she's a fame whore. And I think she loves all of this. She loves that we're talking about her. I think she is that typical slander me, say horrible things about me. I don't care. Just talk about me. I think she's loving every minute of this. Genius. Well, you know what? I got to appreciate a woman that does that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's she look, she is the perfect addition, isn't she? Salt Lake is on fire. This season is so good. Um, I watch, I'm entertained. And honestly, if they didn't even have Mary, I mean, Mary Cosby has, I, I do think Mary Cosby adds something, but you know, I don't need a ton of Mary. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Are you guys looking for a meaningful gift this holiday season that your loved ones will actually use and enjoy? I was, because if I get one more sock or candle, 
Those gifts are so boring. And that's why I was happy to discover the most personal and thoughtful gift, the Skylight Digital Picture Frame. Skylight is a touchscreen photo frame that you can send photos to straight from your phone, and they appear in seconds. You can easily personalize Skylight with GIF Mode. GIF Mode lets you add photos to the frame ahead of time, so as soon as it's unwrapped and plugged in, their most treasured memories will appear. It's the perfect gift for everyone. My best friend just got married, so I'm going to put all these pictures of her wedding on there for her, and you know, even grandma parents can use it. It's that easy. I'm so confident you'll love Skylight, but if not, they offer a free 120-day return. As a special limited time offer for my listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com velvet. To get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com velvet. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com slash velvet. I've been so honest with you guys over the past year about my struggle with my weight. And I'll admit it, for me, eating is an emotional experience. When I get stressed out and whatever with this job, I turn to food for comfort. And that's why when I heard of Noom, it made so much sense to me because Noom helps manage weight through a psychology-based approach. They understand that a lot of us eat for emotional needs. So many weight loss programs that I tried focused on what I eat, but Noom is using science to help me understand why I eat. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Noom's psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easy to maintain. The best part, you decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. How awesome is that? Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Rakuten, I don't buy anything online unless it's through the Rakuten website. Why? It's really simple. I get cash back as a member on everything that I buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,700 stores across every category, beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets. They work with stores like Sephora, Macy's, Ulta, Nike, Petco, eBay, Expedia, Best Buy. Oh my gosh. So why wouldn't you want to buy something through the Rakuten website? Because you'll get cash back by doing so. It's stuff you would buy anyway. Just today I had to buy supplies for work and I went to Rakuten, which took me to Staples. I got two percent cash back. And then I had to book a hotel, which I booked through Expedia. I got 6% cash back. And now that we're heading into holiday season, I mean, you can rest assured I'm going to be doing all of my holiday shopping through Rakuten. You're already shopping for people for the holidays anyway. So why not go to the Rakuten website, which will lead you to all the places you need to shop at and you'll get cash back for it. Head to Rakuten.com and check it out for yourself. R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Like, I feel like it's really... Monica is stealing the show. And now with the drama with Heather and Angie, I mean, I really almost feel like we could be good without Mary now too. Mary is one of the most controversial housewives. The, The listeners are torn. A lot of people say love her, love everything about her. And a lot of people are like, she is fucking evil and vile and she is doing nothing. Get her the fuck off my TV screen. You seem to be somewhere in the middle, Sarah. And that's, uh, you're, you're, you're good. No, I, Listen. I would, I would keep Mary. Like I said, at BravoCon, when I was at the panel for Ask Andy, I thought it was very telling. Andy said, he was asked about Mary Cosby and he oh. just basically said, I don't know how sustainable her personality is. She does not want to participate. I don't know how you're going to have a show with someone who doesn't like the women and doesn't want to participate. And I thought that that was a clue that 
maybe this is it. Like, I mean, he did he did sort of say he loved her personality on Watch What Happens Live with Z-Way. But I I don't know. I just read between the lines there that like, I'm not sure Mary is going to be long for this season again. Can like, you imagine I think- Mary Cosby at BravoCon? I mean, what would that have looked like? Oh, it would have been epic. She was still. I don't think she could have handled it the three days. I don't. I really don't. Um, I, I agree with you. Look, I don't think Mary's a lifer here on RHOSLC. I do agree. I mean, maybe she'll get another season out of it, but we're not. Uh, how sustainable is it? I kind of agree with Andy on this one. I got to be honest with you. Um. I do think from our last conversation where we ended with all that outside interruption from our good friend, Sam, um, we very rarely let someone do a walk on a parents. That was like, that was amazing. That was amazing. No, people are going to love it. I, I'm telling you. They? Yes. Or are I they going to be torn? No, um, that you have friends. I'm obsessed. I love it. I have friends. Um, I do think shed media. Cause we talked about this lesson. I believe like, look, I think Bravo even though we haven't really broken down the Vanity Fair article yet, I think Bravo is thrilled. I think Francis is thrilled. I think Andy, I think everyone in corporate is thrilled that Ramona Singer has darted out there and stuck her foot in her mouth. And Mm -hmm. we have seen the racism and she is canceled by Douglas Elliman. She is canceled by Bravo. I think Andy and Francis and Bravo is thrilled. Imagine hearing about this article. I heard about the Vanity Fair article for months before it came out. We heard about it for months behind the scenes. Anyone in the know, we knew this was coming. Andy says he's not bothered. It's enough. Bullshit. When you hear this is coming, you don't know what it's going to, what they're going to look into. And then this comes out. It does fall flat when it comes to like attacking Andy or Francis and Ramona Singer jumps out there takes that bullet. Now she stuck her own foot in her mouth and she proved what she is, which is racist. And now Ramona is the one canceled. I think, Andy, oh, this is your good friend, Andy Bullshit. You are thrilled. So I think Bravo and Fran, everyone is thrilled that yeah. Ramona took the fall. I do think if there's enough more lawsuits, like Leah, everything is around Shed Media. I have nothing against Shed. I'm just saying Shed is the real housewives of New York and that is what Leah is suing over. Shed is the real, this whole investigation, Ramona using this word was involving shed media. There was this investigation. She said it to this producer. I mean, it was said. It's a known fact. That is shed. Brandy Glanville and Carolyn Manzo. Carolyn suing Bravo, which nobody seems to want to believe. And I have heard it from reliable sources. Go and research it and someone come up with this. I don't have the time at the moment. That is shed media. We might never see Carolyn and Brandy and Girls Trip. That is shed media. I just think I'm not saying the other production companies are rosy. I just think somebody is going to, if this gets more in Leah Sue's, which she says she is, I think Shed is just going to be the scapegoat and that Bravo is going to say, we've looked into, it's so easy just to replace them with another production company. They're also Salt Lake City. Yeah, these are actually doing great. I could just see them saying, we're going to go with Evolution or Sirens or some other production company. I mean, that could happen. I I just, look, I feel, I thought Frances Berwick this week, and we touched upon it when Sam was on the show. I thought she completely took the wind out of Bethany Frankel's sales. I I do. I just, I just don't think, 
you know, I've read it in other places, in other trade magazines. It's going to be very hard to unionize. You have people that want to be, that are actively trying to throw themselves on to reality television. And some are there for a season. Some are there for, you know, reason a or a lifetime. Or a lifetime. And I, I just think that it's going to be very hard for a lot of these talent to come together and really unionize. I don't think the unity is there. Do I think Bethany has some points? A hundred percent. Do I think that the networks it's on their radar and they're going to make changes and they are making changes? Yeah. But I'm getting to the point where I feel like, oh boy, if this, I, you know, do like, I be careful what you wish for, I think is like where I'm at because these shows are going to get so watered down. If, you know, all these changes happen. Nobody's going to watch. Like reality TV, as we know it, will completely go away. I believe you. I thought Francis's statement was well done. I mean, you know, they, they are always trying to change policies. They do try to treat their people as well as possible. Now, to your point, you said last last episode, I mean, as a corporate company, do they care about their people? Not really. I mean, we all know if you work for any corporate business, you're replaceable in 30 days. You know, when you die, they're they're mourning you for two weeks and they're putting up a job listing. Two okay? weeks. Like, I think they mourn you for like a minute, literally a minute. 60 seconds. But, you know, that's that's whether you work at fucking Kellogg or like you work at NBC Universal. You know, it's everybody that's worked corporate knows this about corporate. Sometimes you make some great friends and sometimes you can succeed in that environment. But that's what corporate is, right? They got shareholders. There's a bottom line. They don't really give a shit about the rest. So I just I don't know. I just don't see how there's there's a lot of um Oomph in Bethany's sales. I don't. And then Bethany responded to that Francis Berwick interview and said, oh, I have no, I haven't retained any legal counsel. I'm not taking legal action against, you know, Bravo and my shows have nothing to do with it if that's all they have. You know, the point of Francis Berwick saying that Bethany pitched three shows is to basically tell everybody this woman a month before she went on this rant was trying to get with us. And we didn't pick up these shows for the varying reasons. We had something similar we didn't think one would go anywhere, um, you know, and I think the other one was the same way. So they're basically telling you that, you know, this woman was shamelessly hawking, shamelessly hawking her shit at such a toxic place three times, you know, that she if she feels this is so terrible as of March of 2023, she was taking meetings with us. If it's so outrageous, boy, have things changed in a very short period of time. So, you know, everybody knows that listens to this show how I feel about it. I've said it a million times. She's got some great points. I hope that there is, if it's not a union, it becomes a reality TV mandate that your likeness, you know, you're owed a piece of and that you can make residuals 110%. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um... Yeah, and you know, Bethany, you know, there's there's this thing out there. I don't know if we we haven't talked about it here. I there's this thing out there that Bethany was this hush behind the scenes that Bethany was called for this article at Vanity Fair, just like everybody else, right? Like Jill's in the article, Leah, Ebony, like everyone was called. And and I don't know if this is true. I really don't know if this is true, but that Bethany was called for this article. And talked to them and heard what they had to say. And then said to herself, well, 
Bethany, skinny girl, Dolly. If Vanity Fair is coming out with this article to take down Bravo and Andy and Francis, how about you create the reality reckoning? So somebody, there is this argument that Bethany got the call from Vanity Fair, just like Ebony and Leah and everyone that's in the article and listened and then hung up and said, I am starting a reality reckoning. Fuck you, Vanity Fair, because your article ain't coming out for three weeks. And I mean, look, it's right after Bethany's reckoning. That's the, that's the, there is this narrative now that Bethany stole the reality reckoning from Vanity Fair and has coined it on her own to get behind this movement. What do you think of that, Sarah? Don't hold back, Sarah, just because the people hate you. Like I, nothing, I, I, you guys know how I feel. Nothing would shock me. My good friend, she's been on my podcast, Jessica Kirsten. She's one of the kindest comics, female comics in the business. Opened for Bethany for her talk show and said Bethany was an absolute biatch. Never cared to even know her. Um, treated everybody like shit and acted like an asshole. I, do, am I shocked that Bethany would steal a concept? No, I'm not. I'm sorry. Our business is full of. It's why people get agents. It's why you don't pitch your ideas cold to a production company. They will steal your idea 110% and they will never give you credit and they will never pay you. Why would they want to pay one more person when they could make bank? Doesn't shock me. I agree with you. I agree with you on all of this. Um, Yeah, I, I agree with you. So look, I know I also just think it's, it's, you know, she says she hasn't hired lawyers or whatever, even though Garagos is speaking out and he was on my show. But I just think, like, if you think about it and everyone's going to roll their eyes and say it's just because you're really good friends with Ebony and blah, blah, blah. But I'm no Leah fan. I've been honest about that. But I think it's funny that the people on the front line that are really making the change, like, if you think about it, this is maybe why everyone's going to come for her because they all like the woman on their, their TV. But like, I mean, Ebony has made change. I mean, Ebony has made change. Like she has, Ramona is, is look, Ramona got herself in this situation. Let's be very honest. I mean, sure. no one caused this to happen. No one said to Ramona, go and use these racist words. Ramona did this to herself. But the change to me has been impetus. This the impetus for like a lot of this change is. I mean, there's a reaction. There's something has happened to Ramona that has involved Ebony. If Leah sues, that's Leah. So I think the people like on the front line, even Nini, I'll give Nini credit. Like the people that are putting themselves in harm's way, so to speak. It's not really Bethany. It's just a lot of noise from Bethany. Like. This thing with Ramona, that's Ebony. Leah seems like she's going to sue. Nini sued. Like, you know, and that is Nini's point. Like, Nini's point is I needed a white woman to, to get my voice heard. Like, that's pretty much what Nini said. I believe she said on Bethany's podcast. But, which I don't agree with that. But, like, my point is, like, it's a lot of hot air from Bethany. And a lot of other people are actually doing the action. Bethany's, like, all talk and no action. And the real reckoning is happening by all these other Bravo celebrities. Mm. Manzo. Yeah. I mean, Manzo. Manzo and, and Brandy. I think I told you, I think there's stuff going on with Manzo. What'd you make, though, of Phaedra Parks? You know, she was recently interviewed and she says that nothing happened between Brandy and Caroline. What, <sighs> do, you what do you think? 
Are you guys familiar with Uncommon Goods? Now that we head into the holidays, you have to be. Uncommon Goods is a website that has an eclectic selection of, well, uncommon goods. You know when you have something and people say, where'd you get that? I have already started my holiday shopping. Yes, I like to start early. And some things that I've gotten people are 12 days of hot sauce. I got another friend who loves scotch, scotch infused toothpicks. And I got another friend, a hometown map glass set. You can actually put your friend's hometown map on a glass set. The list goes on and on and on. The more I'm on Uncommon Goods, the more I find the coolest stuff and I can't stop shopping. These gifts are so unique that no one else will have them. I also love that by shopping at Uncommon Goods, I'm supporting artists and small independent businesses. And they're made in small batches. So it's not like anyone else is going to have these gifts to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash velvet. That's uncommongoods.com slash velvet for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Does anyone else love this time of year as much as I do? It really is my favorite time of year. And much of that is because of the clothes. I turn to Quince for all of my fall and winter needs. Why? Because they have timeless essentials that will never go out of style. I literally have things in my closet from Quince that I've had forever. They have all the fall must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters. They start at $59. Suede bomber jackets, organic cotton sweaters. Quince's stuff is so high-end, but it's not expensive. Their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. It's a brilliant concept. They partner directly with top factories, and by doing that, Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Check out all the styles at Quince today. Go to quince.com slash velvetrope for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash velvetrope to get free shipping and three. 365 day returns quince.com slash velvet rope i love this time of year fall sweater weather but what i don't love is the dry dull skin that comes along with it getting colder outside this year i don't have any problems because i have one skin one skin helps keep my skin hydrated healthy and glowing all year round thanks to the revolutionary os1 peptide this proprietary peptide is scientifically proven to reduce aged cells one skin scientists have shown that it can actually reverse the biological age of skin and their groundbreaking lab research. One Skin is my go-to product for my face, but they also have a great eye product and a great body product. Their body topical supplement helps your whole body feel moisturized all day long. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin feels and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with code VELVET at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code VELVET. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. I mean, I think she even doubled down and said something like it seemed like a hot date or something like that. But yes, she did say that. Um... Well, here we are. I mean, look, those two bonded ever since Phaedra said that woman in there can be your mother about Dorinda and Brandy was on girls trip too. And Brandy said, that woman is like two years older than me. And Phaedra and Brandy fell to the floor laughing and bonded over this. It was a very kind of a funny moment because Phaedra was so serious when she's like, that woman could be your mother. And Brandy's like, she's literally like four years older than me. It's kind of funny. Um, I mean, Brandy's, Brandy's, look, I, 
I don't know. This, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not sure I believe everything that Carolyn's claim. Look, I, I, look, I believe that a situation can happen and look, inappropriate touching and forcing yourself on some, but I do believe there's gray areas. Do you okay. know what I'm saying? Well, Phaedra's quote is, quote, it was a Harlequin romance. Love was winning, she told Us Weekly. I'm excited that you all will get to see it because you need to see it for yourself because it's definitely been way exaggerated. Well, some fans have theorized that Bravo plans to scrap the entire season. Phaedra doesn't think that's the case. Quote, hopefully we will see it at the top of the year, she said. Um Andy Cohen sent a similar message during his Ask Andy panel at BravoCon November 3rd. I also feel like he backtracked a bit. But to me, I kind of am beginning to think, was this like a lesbian hookup that, like, to her point, they had some chemistry, they did hook up, and then maybe Carolyn Manzo was like, oh, fuck, I'm, like, married, I'm a grandmother, like, I can't be doing this, and was like, I'm out of here. I mean, that's possible. That's possible, yeah. Adra says she was sober. I mean, witnessing this, you know, and they were like dipping in the lady pond, which we know obviously Brandy has done numerous times. So, you know, I mean, like to me, I feel like this is a case of Carolyn's embarrassed and try is going to, is trying to get these scenes not to air. But it sounds like this is moving forward. Moving forward, what the show? Like it's going to air. I mean, I I'm sort of like I would love it to listen. I I'm not saying like when I said Melissa Gorga will 100 percent be fired. I'm not saying we will 100 percent not see Girls Trip. But you know how I feel about this. I said in the beginning, I do think Andy's statements are so conflict conflictory. Um, I don't necessarily believe that. Like, I don't necessarily believe that. Like you know, that we're ever going to see this. I think this is a gray, I just think this is a strange gray area. I'm starting to think, I don't know. I'm just starting to think You're that- starting Phaedra, to be team well, I, on this. Well, no, I'm, I'm starting to think like, this was a lesbian moment that Carolyn regrets. Like, that's what I'm starting to think because I that statement from Phaedra, I don't know. I thought that was pretty telling. I thought that was pretty telling. That's it. And I don't necessarily, I, I mean, people are going to come for me now because this now goes back to other things. I don't really think of Phaedra as a liar. I don't really think of Brandy as a liar. I don't think there's any, uh, here's I mean, my Did thing. Brandy Phaedra? and Denise hook up? Yes, I believe Brandy. I love you, Denise. I love Denise. I believe a hundred percent. They completely hooked up with, and, and Denise did not want that to get back to her man. That is exactly what Speaking that was. Speaking of which I didn't listen. Cause you know, I don't listen, but did you listen to Denise on Bethany's podcast? Did you only, do it? Only the snippet where Denise basically also agrees with us and says the vanity fair article was a nothing burger. That is the only part I listened to. Cause Denise is like, Oh, I didn't think it was that great. And then Bethany did her thing. Well, it, it, I wasn't behind it. Like it wasn't about my feature. Like I, I'm not suing them. And then, you know, Bethany tried to distance herself from the article. But here we go again. She has a guest on Denise Richards. Okay. And she starts with her dramatic. Oh, there's when I think of people who are just, I want to know more about them. I think of Denise Richards. 
Okay, first of all, cut the bullshit. That this is who came on your podcast this week. There's no, you didn't like search for Denise. You just, you reached out to everyone. Kelly Ben Simone told you to go fuck yourself. Ramona's playing hard to get. You know what I mean? You thought it was too soon to have Jill back. So like, just call it what it is. Denise said she would do your podcast. Great get, Bethany. But let's not make it like, you know, you stayed up at night and who really, I mean, you know, there are people that are confusing in the world that you want to know more about. I don't think Denise Richards is the first person that comes to mind. Second of all, where there's no headline. No, I didn't listen to it either, nor am I. There's no headline about sleeping with Brandy. You have Denise there. You don't think you should ask her at least? I, I think the girl just dropped the ball. She's so myopic with her own. Now everyone will come for me. She's so myopic with her own agenda of reckoning and vanity fair and, and, and just miss you were mistreated by Rinna. She's so in the reality reckoning thing. This woman is sitting there. I would have been like, well, why, first of all, does Brandy say that she hooked up with you? Okay. That's a good answer. My second question is, did you hook up with Brandy? Shut up. Silence. Smile. Let them answer. Don't interrupt. Nothing you could say, David, is interesting when you just asked Denise if she really hooked up with Brandy. Do, do, do. Well, the third question. Well, then why is Brandy saying this? Do, 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 do. How did, I mean, I know the headlines. At home, when you're sitting home and you're reading your newspaper, having your Casa Amigos that you love so much, what did Aaron say about this the first he heard of it? Five. Did you tell Aaron this was going to be on the show before it was on? These are all the questions I would ask. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, mean, is Aaron okay with this? Where is he? If you ran into Brandy, have you, question six, have you seen Brandy since all this happened? Question seven, what would you say if you ran into Brandy? Question eight. What would Aaron say if you ran into Brandy? Those are genius. You are so good. And you're right. None of those questions were asked. And to your point, all those questions play into Denise talking about her 20 year friendship demise with Lisa Renna on the show. And there was your, yeah, that's great. And Denise basically says she can't believe that Renna threw her away as quickly as she did. Um, and it goes to show you how toxic Bravo is. And that is all great. Now, is it over? Like, what is there any chance back with Rinna? If Rinna called you, what would you say? I mean, there's, there's, there's just questions here that she just you gotta. Prepare. By the way, Bethany, I understand preparing for these interviews. I don't enjoy it. Preparing it's for these so interviews is not fun. There is nothing I enjoy about preparing for the interviews. I do. I do not enjoy it. The easiest ones to prepare for when you get into the meat and potatoes you're still in it and you look up and it's like two hours later the person is there it could be a once in a lifetime chance and it's not about me it's not it's about these lists it's not even really about the person that you're interviewing to me it's about these wonderful people now that are listening to you and me sarah that are allowing us to sit here i am never i never take for granted that I don't think I owe it to myself. I think I owe it to all these people of like, these are the questions the human beings that are listening actually want you to ask. So I just think there's with Denise, like everyone else, there's a lot of questions you missed, Bethany. There's a lot of questions you missed, right? 
Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I completely, I completely agree. I, I, yeah, you already know how I feel. Like I don't listen to that podcast unless I absolutely have to for this show. So I listen to the highlights. And and by the way, Denise, are you happy? Is there a bit, is there some part of you that's like full circle, like justified that Rinna is now off the show? That's got to feel somewhat good. You're a human being. And do you believe Rena was fired? Because I think she was, despite what we saw on the. T- I mean, there's didn't so many- ask any of these questions. Are we certain? I mean, there's not. There's no headlines. It usually makes a headline. The only headline I see is that she's shocked at her. Wow. You know, shocked that Rena would do this. So I don't think she asked a lot of these questions. No, I'm not coming for you, Bethany. I'm just trying to help you. I think everyone listening to this right now is probably like, yes, I would like to know what Denise has any, I mean, Denise is sitting there. What does she think about this, about all this and in the brandy and hooking up and I don't know. Right. Yeah, no, you're right. You're an absolute genius. Absolutely. That's why your interviews are so good. And by the way, if you want to keep it current, we're about to see you go off on Erica Jane. Erica says you came in with, with an agenda. Let's talk about the dinner party from hell, which we're about to see when Erica says, you know, you could get a $7 bundle of Denise spreading her legs on OnlyFans. Let's talk about this this dinner that's coming up. Forget about the they past. They must have. They must have talked about that. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, fine. Everyone. You can roll your eyes and say, listen, next time, Dave, I, I don't see the headlines and the reality blurb. We love Monty. She's very good to our podcast. She runs us all the time. She don't miss a beat that Monty over at reality blurb. She puts those headlines up. I don't see it. Maybe it's coming out. I don't oh know. My I God, that yeah. is like so basic. Wow. I think Bethany, you left some low hanging and you left some high hanging fruit on the table. Bethany, I want a meeting with you and I'll teach you how to interview. Sarah, what is like like doing OnlyFans with your daughter? Even better. I mean, you think anything like that's creepy, you know? uh, Yes, yes. Why why didn't you ask about this? Your Sammy sweetheart, she went on the OnlyFans. Charlie had a problem with it. Charlie has come around. Well, no, she did. I think she did talk about this because I think she revealed that Charlie is now okay ever since Sammy, the daughter, bought a house and bought a Mercedes. Now, so she did talk about this, but I agree with you. What about the fact that like what you're doing OnlyFans with your daughter and what do you show on OnlyFans? Have you ever been, question two, have you ever been naked on OnlyFans? Question three, does Aaron film you? Question four, I mean, I'm sorry. This is what actual human beings want to know. No, yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Gotta go deep, Bethany. It's not easy, girl. You gotta put in the time. Sarah, I have been happy. I have been calm for weeks and months. And I don't know. You have got me riled up this week, Sarah. Well, I want to also, do you feel like Diana Jenkins put her foot in her mouth? You know, there was this, um, like a fake headline it and the person that made it actually goes oh i did that like it's fake i did this where it was that andy cohen at BravoCon had said that he wanted diana jenkins to return completely fake andy commented under the instagram story i never said this but diana i think had thought it was real right and had 
posted like, oh, you know, to all my haters and the assholes that don't want me back. Like, look at this. I have a great relationship with them. And then she posted from one of the producers of the show. Basically, Alex Baskin. Alex Baskin. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was from like the head honcho. Basically, just like, you know, I wish like more people could see. Right you know, how great you are. And I think um, it was Alex. Yeah. Um, What do I think about this? Listen, it's going to be, you know, everybody, everybody. Okay. Spread the hate. You know, you hate Sarah because she hates Bethany, but give me some hate this week. I've said it before. I'm sorry. I like Diana Jenkins. Sorry. I said it. I have a real problem with, I don't like the bullying mentality. I don't like everybody ganging up on someone. I feel she came in. Erica Jane in Vegas, David Yontef went. One of the questions asked at the, the behind the scenes meet and greet was, you know, Erica said, look, I understand. She said, I understand why you guys hate Rena, I understand why you hate Diana. These people are much different in real life than you. they appear to be edited for TV. I think Diana got a bad rap. I really, sorry, I do. I think it was a very shocking season. There was a lot going on. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't think she's behind the bots. But I mean, here we are. If she is, that's a whole nother thing. Putting that aside for a minute, I think, I think, I don't think we will never know now who's behind the bots. The The lawsuit I, has ended. We are not, uh, I don't think we're ever getting any answers. Did anyone ever tell you that we would never find out? Did someone tell you that? I think you did. I think yeah, you did. I, I, I think, think I told never. everybody listening that. We will never find out who the bots are and you no. are so right. No, we're never going to find out. Look, I mean, who knows? Maybe some money was given to Garcelle. I don't know what happens, guys. Corporate espionage, corporate America, it's a crazy place. I still think this woman got, I think she got a bad rap. That's just me. It's just me. I I don't mind Diana. I don't know what the problem really was with her. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Well, the bots, the bots was what took her out. The bots and being aligned with Rinna. And a lot of people feeling that they were she they were racist towards Garcelle and giving her microaggressions. So... You know, that season was so toxic that I think, you know, Rena resigned because for whatever theory we have that maybe she knew they were going to fire her or however it went down. But um, I think they knew they couldn't bring they had to get rid of like we've talked about. We're back to talking about cheese. We're fighting about cheese. Um, You know, we love a mother daughter dynamic that doesn't work. So here we are with Monica and her mom. That's that's where we're at. We're not at they're not going to go racist. They're not going to go transgender issues. They're not they're just they're not. They're not going to go Israeli Palestine issues. They're going to keep it about cheese. Can I tell you something? I ran into my good friend Harry Hamlin like 2 weeks ago. True 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 story. True story. This is a true story, guys. And you know I had like a minute with Mr. Hamlin and I was like you know, small talk whatever and I was like I mean, are you just like so happy that you're not on RHOBH? I think I said, are you so happy that Lisa's not on RHOBH anymore? And Mr. Hamlin said, absolutely. Well, direct quote from Harry Hamlin. So Harry Hamlin is thrilled that Miss, like, I actually think, you know, you say that these two are going to be together forever. I agree with that. I actually think Lisa would have to really sit Mr. Hamlin down if we were going to 
go down this road again and she was going to get a call. He's like, absolutely thrilled that we are not associated with the show anymore. I'm sure. It's okay, Lisa. You can like, oh, it's not Sarah. My friend is leaving, blah, blah, blah. Um, I have another friend here. And I love it. It's like Sarah's recording on the weekend. Bye, Bye darling. I'm going out Bye, to Lisa. American Hotel. Come to American Hotel tonight. Okay, Am I going to see you tomorrow? Bye. It's we have a full house here in the Hamptons this weekend, people. Just okay. Do your thing. Um, what do you make of? Um, oh, what did you think of Beverly Hills, the Sutton Strike, being so offended by the Magic Mike show with the men e- eating out Erica Jane's crotch? I mean, like I don't understand. No, Kyle has spoken out, and Kyle says that she thinks Sutton is jealous that originally Sutton was supposed to go off and Crystal was supposed to go off and Eric, and at the last minute it ended up being just Erica and Crystal and that she was jealous that no men were like giving her sexual attention. I think that's exactly it. Don't you? I mean, listen, listen, it is. I mean, look at Erica Jane climbed on that bull and rode it, honey. Like I've never <laughs> seen a girl ride something in my life. So I'm sorry. There's nobody that should be up there. I mean, she's single. I mean, Erica just patted the puss, grinding. Oh. She was like, it was just wonderful to watch. Crystal, you know, it's a little uncomfortable. Not that Crystal some, you know, none. It's just, it's a little uncomfortable that like, I love my Rob Minkoff. Like, it's a little like, remember back in the day, 10 seasons ago when that stripper with a G-string Speedo shook his ass in Tamara Judge's face and Tamara had a complete meltdown. I'm a married woman. This is not appropriate. That's just how I felt about Crystal being up there. So, I mean, listen, it's no, I'm no prude. I mean, everyone could get up there and get grinded on all night. Like, go for it. I'll watch it. But I mean, I do, I'd like the single ladies. Yeah, maybe something was a little jealous. She wanted a little action. Um, Those women, none of them married, seem to have an issue with it whatsoever. I mean, they are performers. They are actors. I will say in Sutton's defense, although I do think it's more out of like, I think Sutton was hurt because she really thought she was going on stage. I will say it was a little, I, those magic mic shows I've been to, and I've been to thunder down under, um, for bachelorette parties. I mean, they are like a little raunchy. Like they do. It is sort of awkward when they are like in your crotch. And actually I even had a live podcast show in Rockville, Maryland for my fans. And it was my bachelorette party. And we had strippers and they did like lift us up and throw us up. And then I think they did my co-host, I think one of the strippers did like mock, like eat her out. It was kind of weird. I do think it was kind of strange. It is like a little, it's fun. And I, I like, certainly my husband would not be intimidated by that at all, but it is like a little grotesque. I do. I, I get what she's saying. I mean, I was much more turned on by Usher, you know, serenading yes. more. And I mean, that was just like uh, you two don't even get a room. Just fucking do it here. I mean, Kenya is drop dead gorgeous. Usher is hot as fuck. I'm like, I want to see these two fuck literally right here. That I'm like, I am so here for this. He is. I mean, he just Uh, loses the sex. Like uh, he loses the sex appeal. And I think the Magic Mike shows, there's just something. um, It's like the guys are cheesy. Yeah, exactly. That's it. There's something cheesy about it versus like Usher is like, Oh my God, you're just melting. You're like, oh and my God. And he's like, 
putting his hands on oh, and I'm just and like the music and the, uh, the Ursher is just something and else. that body of Miss Moore's it does not quit I'm like I am this I'm here for and I was there for Erica I thought Erica was like I'm like honey like you are just you are who is going on that stage besides Erica Pat the Puss Jane so Can you imagine Sutton getting mocked like going down on I'm sure producers were like just pick Erica and Crystal like there's no way. I mean, can you imagine? Sutton would have died. Died. So I'm sorry she had a bad... I mean, other than that, what are you thinking? What are you thinking about this? Past I'm like, you know, I'm you biased. Love I love Beverly Hills. I think Salt Lake is great. I've watched um, the... Are we on one episode or two now of Potomac? Potomac. What do you um, think of Potomac so Loving far, it. Babes? Loving it. Look, they're, they're trying to come for Robin so hard because of the misstep from last season. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I wish I knew what was going on with Robin and Juan Dixon. And I should know because I lived in the P for a long time. But it is very strange. I found the scene of the very first episode of Potomac where she's sitting in their new house talking to Juan. It is all very hard to believe. This is all very hard to believe. And it's giving me Ashley Darby, Michael Darby, three years ago vibes. Where like How so? Like, because Ashley for a long time would defend-ish Michael. She'd be like, you know, he did a stupid thing. But, you know, Michael and I, like, love each other. And, you know, they... Yeah, like she would defend Michael to a great degree for a long time, you know, and, and Ashley's been on my show a couple of occasions. This was before their separation. But Ashley would say on my show, like, we're thick as thieves, like people don't realize like how tight we are. They had threesomes when they were before kids. And I do think Ashley changed once she had children. I think that Ashley was gone. Michael still wanted that Ashley. But I don't know where Robin... I don't know where Robin and Juan are. I, I, I really, Robin's like a dream interview for me for, for this podcast, because I just, Robin is a hard nut to crack. Well, I think like we almost know, got we've tried. Him. We've, we we're so Maybe close. You should retry. I will. I definitely will. Um, I just, I, I, I really, I love all the women. I really do. Especially the Potomac women. I have such a soft spot for. It's I'm, I'm, Look, I'm loving Salt Lake. I like, let me go this way. I'm loving Salt Lake. I really love Beverly Hills. But if Beverly Hills were not Beverly Hills, I would not be loving this season. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. yeah I'm loving sense. it because of the diamonds and the phantoms and the money and the private jets. I'm still loving it. I'm still, I love rich people on TV. So I loving Beverly Hills as well as Salt Lake. If this wasn't Beverly Hills and this was like the OC and the same storyline was happening, I would not be loving it. And so far, right, we're two episodes into Potomac or three. I am liking Potomac, but I'm I'm like you. I'm very cautious. Like I'm optimistic. It's going to be a good season. To your point, we don't know where we, where we are with Robin and, and Juan. We better know, Sarah, by the end of this season, we better have a real understanding and look about why Robin is sitting on the side of a fucking street corner crying. Because if this season ends and we're left with crumbs and and dancing around with Robin and Juan, we're going to have to get rid of you, Robin. We got to see it this season, girl. So we are optimistic. Keep going, Robin. You're on to something. Keep pushing through, girl. I just, 
I, I have news for you. My prediction is we are going to get zero answers because oh. I, there's clearly Robin and Juan do love each other. I think they've been together since like way back in the day and they've been through everything. They've been through being multimillionaires to being dead ass broke. Okay. Broke. And now they're building themselves up again. I don't think Juan has a coaching job. I don't know if he has a prospective coaching job. I, I, I'm going to, you know, hedge my bets here and say he will get hired again. Um, but I don't know that whole cop and state, like kind of fake, you know, uh, catfishing event that happened. I, I don't know. You know, he's still under investigation. I think, would it shock me if Robin and Juan have like some sort of, I don't know. I don't know though. Do people really have these arrangements? You know, maybe they're, I'm not sure. I mean, they did remarry. It's just to me, like, I wouldn't be shocked if they if they sat back everything they've been through and seeing their boys growing up going, you know what? We should ride this train as long as we can ride it because we we have clawed our way back. I mean, we you and I talk about this. For Erica Jane, it has to be, you go from like, you go from walking into restaurants and you get everything you fucking want, everything you want. You're famous. You get, you're rich. You're with Tom Gerard. You know, Juan Dixon was like a big deal, you know, basketball player, um, college, you know, everything. They were millionaires, you know, they had everything and then to lose it and you're finally rebuilding it. Are you going to blow it up again? Or are you going to say, let's give the people what they want. Let's see where this goes. And in five years from now, when we're off this show, but we've made $3 million more, we can decide if we want to be with each other or not. Because you don't think Robin, like he's a dog. I'm starting over. Robin Dixon's now on a date. She's double dating with Jizzy Jizz. I mean, I think Robin is welcome in the Potomac sphere of housewives, whether she's with Juan or not. Um, yeah, but I, I think you're under underestimating Robin and Juan's connection to each other because he's already cheated on her. That was what that was what set them off and divorced the first time. But yet <clears throat> they still like live together. I mean, they're clearly two people that are addicted to each other and they might be those two type that type of person where they're like. They just are, they can't get, uh, you know, not addicted to each other. You know what I'm saying? What? This is not about me. It's I, I've really been riled up for two days here. This is not about me. What? I am just so fucking happy that I am all alone in the world and single. I, so happy. I don't, I just don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get like we're living together and our heads hit the same pillow and you cheated on me and I'm addicted to, I don't understand any of these complicated, I understand that life is complicated. I'm just saying I have set up my own life to be very simple and it's not easy, but I don't understand all this. I don't understand it well, all. Well, not everybody's it's relationship is like Robin and Juan. Well, but mean, a lot of them are. We talked about Colin Mauricio last season. Now we have PK and Dorit. A yeah, lot but of that this stuff is hairy scary. A lot of it's hairy scary. Well, reality TV exemplifies everything. That's, that's <sighs> why. All right, me. I have to love you and leave you. Jesus, I, really? Okay, we'll have to talk about Carl and Lindsay next time, darling. Well, hit me really quick because they are, he's very weird to me. 
It's very strange. I'm not a big summer house, winter house fan. You guys already know this. I'm really not, uh, you know, this Carl and Lindsay thing. And then please, you jump in because you're way more of an expert. But that panel at BravoCon where they were on the stage for the first time together that weekend, it was so weird. He is just, he's nonchalant about what he did. He, I don't know. I just, I don't know. He's so weird. I, I'm not a fan you of him. You feel like it's like condescending. I feel, I find yes. it. It's very strange. I've said this before. There's something, Lala has said it on the stage. I would have told you all to go fuck yourselves if you were doing this to me, booing me. She's like, I mean, I guess Sarah says hit her quickly. We'll be very quick because she knows she has to go. She has better things to do apparently but you know when she says i agree with lala the punishment no longer fits the crime i've said that before i don't understand what tom sandoval did that okay i get it i get that he cheated a lot of people do it's time to move on there's something about him i don't know why that doesn't bother me we've met him he's he's something about carl is now look tom is his own hollywood douchebaggery i get it like i get it but maybe because we live there and we understand but i also live in new york yeah there's i agree with you there's something about carl which is condescending and when you say his his the way he expresses it i truly feel everyone's saying this about tom i think carl is a narcissist i think carl listen i've known this type of person it's I don't even know if a nut, but I have dated the type that is just not emotionally available. And they, 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 they fuck you because they give you these emotions and then they just take them away. It's almost like they feel no emotions. So Mm -hmm. I get what Carl's saying and this, and but right. It's almost like he just is being very nonchalant. Like I really do think Tom Sandoval understands that he has devastated Ariana, who's doing just fucking fine. I don't know if Carl, it's, it is condescending. It's like, yes. well, like Lindsay and this and that and do, 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 do. It's I like, she called him out and she said, he speaks in wheeze, I speak in me's. And it's like, yes, queen, like good. And I wanted her to clap back even harder at him, really. I mean, what an asshole. And I I just don't believe that two people are that far apart on the pages of, you know, he's like, well, we were in therapy. This isn't like a shock to her. I'm like, no, to let some, I mean, it is a, like, the bottom line is it's a blessing to her. Like the, the greatest thing that he ever did was to do this to her, but he's up there with Tom Sandoval in the way he. And she's. Or the way now, yeah. interviews that have basically said all this, like she is taking it back and she's like, look, we, and I appreciate this. We sat in the apartment. Like, look, it's when you have no closure. And it's also like, I say, skip over this part, but I understand people need to do it. You know, like when you have no closure, it doesn't matter. It's not you with them. But she said she sat there with the girlfriend, Danielle and whoever, and just analyzed this from every which way and and got her own closure. Good for you. Fuck you, Carl, for not giving the girl closure. But once you give yourself that, she's she seems like she's in a like no, like the future is bright, and it's like this is it. And I really think yeah, she'll learn from this. And there, I agree with you. There's just something about Carl that just like, loves yeah. me the wrong way of like 
It's being so guarded with your emotions and so selfish. Look, you have to do what's best for yourself. I get it. I'm not saying you should get married to someone, but it's just like so nonchalant, or at least Tom Sandoval is fucking afraid to open his damn mouth that he's going to get thrown off the fucking stage and booed. Carl is just like, yeah. <laughs> sorry. God, no, why am you. I so Guys, she is, I'm I'm sorry. I mean, I have been so calm and just, I think it's our our, our guest appearance by Sam the last episode. It's wild. That fired us up. All right, honey, I love you. Uh, at the Sarah Frazier Show, you can find me everywhere. At Behind Velvet. I will speak to you so soon, Miss Frazier. Just bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.